everyone. I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror Podcast. And you're listening to the Zombie Girls Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zombie Girls Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. And joining me to go on a feminist fury (laughs) are Matilda. Hi. Jody. Hello. Ariel. Hey. And Sarah. Hi. Do you like your intro, Sarah? Do you feel (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like you're finally getting your due on the show? (laughs) How's everybody doing? Good. 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 Anything exciting happening in your lives? Anything? Of note, any messages from beyond the grave telling you to kill? (laughs) (laughs) Rachel was, that's for me, because Rachel was texting me this week when I had, I had a little oral surgery and they put a little donated, uh, I think we call it donated tissue in my jaw. And and she was like, if it tells you to kill, resist. (laughs) Resist. (laughs) Well, I mean, have you seen body parts? (laughs) <laughs> like the Jeff Fahey joint where he gets like no. a, a hand that it's like a serial killer's hand. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. To kill everyone. yeah, that's immediately what I thought. Actually, that message was also partially relayed uh, to you from DJ. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh oh, she's gonna start getting messages to murder. <laughs> well, and I got I got extra uh, material. Ooh, Apparently, I had a lot of bone loss, so I had extra VIP. material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Double dose of that cadaver pimping. Getting my own body horror situation. (laughs) (laughs) How about everybody else? Anybody else up to anything fun and exciting? I know Jody has a little bit of a hangover today. Yeah, a little hangover. Went to a a beer festival yesterday and tried all Um, the beers. They were every single one. Every one. It was great. It's 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 kind of annoying though because I like. you know, sort of like hoppy, golden, fruity IPAs, and then really dark, creamy, thick stouts, and nothing in between. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that for an hour and then switch. I, that's uh, and this, kind and... of how I would describe your personality as well. <laughs> <laughs> so no low alcohol beers is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it just means I don't get any kind of trajectory to like like any build up. I go right to the seventeen point five percent in about mm. an hour. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I had tacos right before as well, and I want to know if you guys like. You, you have to try this place sometime and see if you think they're any good because we don't have taco places here in the UK. So what? Well, I mean, like we have oh, Mex- like we, we we have Mexican restaurants, but it's not like a normal thing that you go out for tacos. Um, but no, I'll, I'll... see, see, Jody, you're gonna have to come visit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and and we're all gonna we're have to meet up alone. here in Fresno, and we'll do a taco truck crawl. Because... <laughs> Yep. Yum. There's <laughs> also if and when you come up to Northern California, there then we can all do um, the local like bicycling organization does a taco truck tour. Oh yeah, of East Oakland also. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. I didn't know. But that. are they actual taco tacos? Like if they don't sell lengua tacos, there's it's not a real taco truck, <laughs> right? True. Do you get a lengua taco? No, I don't like it. It's chewy. there's a place over here we call it dangerous tacos because it's a uh liquor store taco and check cashing place oh god Mm. (laughs) you start with a good decision and then make a series of bad ones (laughs) (laughs) we also have the uh 
Chinese hamburgers and donuts place. <laughs> oh yeah, there was one of those in um under the old dance studio that we used to rehearse in in the mission. You know what? I'm thinking about when I was in high school and I got a fake ID. I do think it was like a donuts, candies, and ID place. There were no hamburgers. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ariel? What have you been up to? Um, nothing that interesting in like the past week or so, but I do think that there's some kind of sex club, sex cult in my neighborhood. Yes. Tell me everything. <laughs> so I walk like every day. So I know like every inch of my neighborhood and I keep walking in on people having sex outside. Oh, like over and over again. Is this again. the house that you like thought there was like a murder taking place and it was yes. fucking? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So since then, I have seen a middle-aged couple having sex in the bushes in front of a house. Okay. <laughs> now, I want to say that I don't live in like some weird area. Like it's a very pretty little suburb of Portland. So it's mostly like families and elderly people. So I don't know what's going on, but and is it a public sex cult? Like, is that part of what? That's going what I on? think. Yeah. So then there's this other house that I always walk by <laughs> where they have like their garage turned into, um, <clears throat> like a, like a sports bar, and they watch like games in it, and they just leave their garage door open all the time, and like neighbors come in and out. Um, but the other day there were like no neighbors there. There were just two people like doing it on the bar with the garage door open, with the garage door wow. open. <laughs> Yeah. And then the lady that lives across the street, uh, across the way from me, because <laughs> there's like a vestibule in between my apartment and hers. Um, I come home and it's like 930 at night on like a Wednesday. And her and her boyfriend are just like doing it up in front of her door. What? So, <laughs> and these are this, different people each time? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And who it's live weird. in different houses. I think yes. you have like a viral... I think you have like a virus in your neighborhood that's causing people to have public sex. Yeah, this is like getting into Cronenberg territory. This is I know, so I know. It's really bad. But so this woman that lives across from me, like she's stupid beautiful. She is so pretty. And I've now seen her boobs. So Are they I, nice? I feel, <laughs> yes, I feel very awkward around her. The other day she came to like a knock on my door to like return some mail that had been misdelivered. And I saw her through the peephole and like I got all flustered and I opened the door <laughs> and I slammed it into my toe and ripped off half of my big toenail. Oh my and God. <laughs> Bleeding profusely. So what you're saying is you've got mad games. That's what I'm yes. saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's weird. Also, and I don't know if this is connected in any way, but, like, everybody seems to own a PT Cruiser. And I don't get why. <laughs> what? <laughs> so and, is this uh, a related part of the virus? A twist I did not see coming. I love it. Yeah, this virus causes you to have public sex and buy a PT <laughs> Cruiser. <laughs> I mean, they haven't made the car in years. And, like, I looked to see if there was a dealership around, but there isn't. So I don't know what's happening, but I find it concerning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Unexpected. Okay, so you have you have random chickens walking down your neighborhood. Public yes. sex. Yes. And a, and a and plague of feet. <laughs> I think that is the group like plural noun for pt cruiser right <laughs> you know there's like a murder of crows oh right right <laughs> it's a plague of pt <laughs> wow 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 
Today is full of twists I did not see coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep us abreast Please of those do. comings do. and goings. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All puns intended. <laughs> yeah, they were. I'm, I'm so ashamed of myself. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, um, yeah. There's no topping that. Yeah, I feel like we we can move on now. Uh, <laughs> so, but I'm so delighted to know about the PT Cruiser. The was PT like, Cruisers was was. I mean, like it's the it's like the the matching shoes of Hale Bop, like but in right. car form. Like that's the, yeah, that's the mark of the beast. It's too bad. <laughs> it's like not the New Balance, but the yes, the, the, it's the, the New Balance of cars. <laughs> Wait, were they New Balance? I can't remember what brand. I don't know, but it Hale sounds Bob funny, so we're going to stay New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, today we're going to be talking about a couple of movies. Now, uh, Ariel, it was your turn to pick. What are we going to be reviewing today? We are going to be reviewing The Perfection and The Lure. Ooh. Very exciting. Awesome. All right. Well, before we get into those films, why don't we talk a little bit about what we have been watching? Um, Ariel, since you're on such a roll, why don't we go ahead and start with you? Um, Okay. So I made the mistake of continuing to watch Riverdale. Oh. Season three, like, went on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I binged through the whole thing, which if everybody remembers the episode from last year when I was bitching about season two, like, I don't know what made me think I would enjoy the third season, but Masochism? it's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. The show gets so much weirder. But and in like, a good the, way? Um, I mean, sometimes it's entertaining, but it's just bizarre. Like the kind of the, one of the big bads for this season is a knockoff D and D game. That's like poisoning what? children's minds what yeah what uh-huh it's called griffins and gargoyles and it's like it's called what Refuse. griffins and gargoyles oh. and it's but it's D. <laughs> <laughs> wow. but it's being used to like murder people and like turn kids into like drug crazed lunatics and it's it's really strange it's like if some republican from the 80s had decided to write an episode of Riverdale, you know, I, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> like it's Satanic Panic Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's really, really strange. And then, of course, there's like you know more serial killers, and everybody's dying, and except, of course, your main characters. Um, but it made me realize, though, that I think I have like a problem with picking television shows because I was looking through my next Netflix queue and like Hulu and stuff, and. I have only seen the first season of Breaking Bad, but I watched every single season of Pretty Little Liars. Oh. <laughs> like every oh. season. <laughs> I, I hear that that's good. People really love that show. I, I mean, it's stupid, but I watched the whole damn thing, oh, you know? Sure. So I think it's like an issue I have, especially if there's like a mystery involved. Like I have to keep watching, you know? So I think I need like a self-help mm. book. Or, um, the <laughs> other thing that I watched was this movie called Life Changer that's actually really good. I don't, has anybody Ooh, ever heard of that? It's, it's on no. my to watch for no. this because, you know, I made my big old list of movies that yeah. I to get caught up on. And that was totally on my list. Is it good? It is so good. It's, Ooh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So it's streaming on U.S. Netflix right now. And it's really interesting. I mean, the, the premise that doesn't really give anything away because you find this out in the first couple of minutes of the movie is that there's this guy and for some reason he has to kind of keep like switching bodies and killing people along the way. So it's really 
heavily into like body horror. There's great gore and it's all like practical effects, I think, that look really cool. There's tons of murders. And the really interesting thing is because the guy has to keep switching bodies, it's like 10 different actors or something play this one character. And with like a narration that sort of comes and goes throughout it. It's really well acted. It's super interesting because although there's all this gore and creepy stuff happening throughout, it's more like a character-driven story about, you know, sort of coping with this weird thing that's happening and the emotional toll of doing it and trying to connect with people. Yeah, I would recommend it 100%. It was really, really good. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Going to the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow. So you, you did pretty good we got like 50 percent recommendation yeah. <laughs> how about you jody what have you been watching um not so much since we last recorded actually because we had quite a short gap between um between recording um but i did watch john wick 3 in the cinema Ooh, okay that's great i loved it uh, i agree because <laughs> i had remembered not enjoying john wick 2 quite as much as the first one um but i rewatched them both and uh it, it it is really good i think just the first one was such a great surprise um, yeah. the, the second one, you, you knew what to expect. And the, the story starts to get a bit more um, complex in the second one in terms of the um, uh, the hierarchy of this kind of criminal underground like world that he that, that, that exists in this universe, whereas the first one was just you know the wife and the dog and the hotel and the car, and that was kind of it. Yeah. Um, but then the second one starts going into the high table and the elders and all this kind of stuff, so it starts right, to get a bit more... Right, right. And the yeah. third one and, is just full-on cuckoo bananas. Yes. Definitely. But I, I, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine embracing how insane the third one is. When he's yeah. like wandering through the desert looking for like the supreme elder. I was yeah, like, right. what even has the series become? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're starting to reference the Matrix now, which I was surprised they didn't do before. But like there's all these little Easter eggs for like referring to the Matrix because uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in this as well. Um, oh, right. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Yeah. When, uh, when uh, he says, you know, what do you need? Guns. Lots and lots of guns. You know, that's obviously... Yeah. Oh God, I feel so stupid. Yeah. Of course that is. Yes. And then also like that scene where he's like being chased on the horseback reminded me a lot of the chase scene in the second movie with the twins. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was really great. That scene in the uh, in the stable where he's getting the horses to like kick the bad guys in the <laughs> yeah. face. That was so great. And it just it keeps being so creative with all the kills. Yeah. Um, what about that uh, knife fight? That like the fucking knife museum fight where there's yes! knives everywhere oh great oh my god i've never <laughs> seen anything so wild i yeah. loved it i love it um, so um i'd recommend anyone to um get back on them if you, if you feel like you didn't enjoy the second one as much uh rewatch them and then watch this one too because i, I thought it was great i love keanu reeves so yeah I'm, I'm really glad he's having this kind of like renaissance and mm-hmm. he's, he's so great He's a goddamn delight. He's a national yeah. treasure. <laughs> yeah, like I still kind of wish they weren't doing Bill and Ted 3, but like maybe it'll be great and maybe it'll be fun. So. Well, I'm into um, it because it's going to be about their daughters, so I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Changing hearts and minds. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you recommend? I do, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. All right, Matilda. How about you? What have you been watching? Uh, well, Handmaid's Tale season three, and it's great. Um, I'd say just when you think this show can't get more emotionally brutal, you're like, oh, right. Right. Really? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It Oof. just continues to be rough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even for people who are having good things happen. It's rough right. Stuff. Life is a little too 
Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. 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 Um, So I've been watching that. And then you and I, Rachel, you and I went and saw Booksmart. Oh, you're so good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's fun. It was really fun. No, I want to, though. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Even though I had the most annoying person next to me in the movie theater who ate Mike and Ike's like he they had killed his parents. <laughs> <laughs> the vendetta that he like took out upon these Mike and Ike's next to me was some next level shit. But <laughs> even, the movie was so good that that couldn't even ruin it. Yeah. And the two leads are so good. And there's a um there's an unsuspected kind of genre joke. And then the other thing I've been watching is um one that you all had recommended a number of times, which was Splinter. Yes, the like gas station yes. one, which was great, yes. and I was so glad. So I just wanted to say, when your friends tell you, mm-hmm. you you haven't seen this, you really have to see this. That that's true. <laughs> the cinder block. It was a good one. The cinder block. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad. Yeah, because I've been convalesce. I've been attempting to convalesce after surgery. So Heavy you know, on that's the hard attempt. For me. I've what? Heavy on the attempt. Heavy on the attempt. Cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Awesome. Sarah, what have you been watching? Not a whole lot. Uh, started watching The Blind Side on Hulu. Is that um, the Sandra Bullock sports movie? Or, uh, is it called The Blind Side? I, I think that's what the Sandra Bullock sports movie is called. It is. No, uh, hold on. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> this is an interesting choice. I know. I was like, wow. I was like, we're out of genre. Ariel? Is that you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Blind spot, blind spot. Yeah, okay, blind yeah, spot. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I don't know. It's one of those things that Cat's been watching and just kind of been popping in and out of it. So I have, I really haven't been watching anything directly. Poor. Life's been kind of busy. Yeah, that's you fair. get a pass. <laughs> Even if you were just watching the yeah. blind side, you get a pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have I been watching? I've been watching a few things. I watched Swamp Thing. And uh, it's the latest series on the DC Universe streaming service. With, oh, yeah. And Swamp Thing, which unfortunately was canceled immediately after the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> because of some, like, tax break shenanigans. So now they can't afford to, like, pay the tax break. Oh, so shit. they canceled the show. Which is a shame because it was actually pretty awesome. Oh. Like, yeah. Mm. It's like, uh, it's very, it's like ecological body horror. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that that this is the same service that that did Doom Patrol because like it, they really are playing in different genres. Like they're taking comics, but they're like they're like like basically not embracing any of the tropes of comics. They're just riffing. Yeah, they're more, not uh-huh. doing like Marvel has a like a formula. We all know the Marvel formula. We've seen twenty two movies. We understand how it works. Like these are. I mean, we is a strong word. <laughs> okay, I meant the collective we as a society. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. But so we all kind of know the the formula, whereas these like do not embrace the formula at all. Like, Doom Patrol is just like a character study that has like happens to have people with superpowers in it, but like their superpowers just reflect personal traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like it's full on like body horror series. Yeah, it's. It's great. So, I mean, it's been canceled, but you never know what could happen. Oh, it's disappointing. Um, so if you have the streaming service, we've been thinking about getting the streaming service. It's worth it for Doom Patrol alone, but the Swamp Thing is a lot of fun, too. Um, the next movie that I watch is a little movie called Head, The Headhunter. Has anybody heard of this? I don't think so. It's mm-hmm. a very, like, 
small indie movie, but it is, and it's so weird, but I actually really recommend it. I really enjoyed it. It's about this Viking who, after his daughter gets killed by an unseen monster, dedicates his life to hunting monsters whose heads he, like, basically puts on spikes inside his, his little, like, I don't know, what do you call a Viking abode? A cabin? Shack? An adobe? I don't know. <laughs> a PT cruiser. A PT cruiser. <laughs> so, like, he lives alone. He talks. The movie is almost completely devoid of dialogue because there's, like, no one there. The only people he talks to are his horse and the grave of his daughter. And he just kind of sits around, like, healing wounds and waiting for the horn to blow, which tells him there's, like, another, like, monster bounty for him to go kill. And he's all just waiting for the night that the monster that killed his daughter returns so that he can get revenge. And so most of the movie takes place on the night that that actually occurred. And so it's, like, just him versus this monster. And I don't know. It's kind of great. It's got really cool practical effects. Like, for instance, like, um... All of the monster heads are these cool, like, practical monster heads. And the the monster that he fights is not like one I've seen before. Like, I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of fun to see the reveal of it. Um, and it's, it does some really fucked up creepy stuff. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's like he's got a big beard for Jody. Like, there's, there's something <laughs> for right. everyone here. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I, it's really unique. It's unlike anything I've seen before, despite having almost no dialogue. It it actually is really compelling. Like you never are bored, um, and it's it's quick. I don't know. I really liked it. It's like a weird hidden gem. I recommend The Headhunter. Check it out. I think Mr. Matilda would enjoy it because it has a very metally vibe to it. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I've seen is a movie called A Hole in the Ground. Has anybody else seen this? Mm-mm. Yes. Nope. Oh, you have? Okay, yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay, so I've been on this, like, folk horror kick lately. I'm going to be guesting on the Here's Johnny cast again. Okay. Um, if you want to hear my previous guest, and we did the episode on Suspiria, where we got, we got oh, yeah. deep in the weeds on the Suspiria remake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we the whole like, thing was weeds. <laughs> yeah, I know, that movie is weeds. <laughs> so we're going to do an episode on Midsummer. And so I, like, even though I've seen a lot of folk horror, there's definitely some holes I need to fill of, like, the older ones, like anything with Vincent Price in it, I have not seen. So I've been kind of working my way through folk horror, and I've been doing, like, watch an old one, which is my homework, and then watch a current one, which is my dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ariel. That's okay. (laughs) Like, Blood on Satan's Claw is a slog, my friends. It's a slog. (laughs) Anywho, um, so my treat this week was I got to watch A Hole in the Ground, which is an Irish, a recent Irish horror, uh, folk horror film that I saw on a list of movies that were recommended for St. Patrick's Day, so I've been meaning to get around to this. Um, and it is about a, a young mother um, with a kid who's like, I think like maybe nine, eight, I don't know, kid ages, small. Something like that. Like not, <laughs> not quite medium, not quite large, <laughs> not quite baby, small, small child, <laughs> size small. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they, she uh, is kind of like on the run from something. And so her and her son moved to this rural house, like way out in the woods and um, one night after they have an argument, she chases them into the woods and they discover this like gigantic sinkhole in the woods. And shortly after that, her kid starts acting strange and it's like unclear if so- the hole has something to do with it or if it's like her, she's having some issues, she's, like she's getting prescribed medication. 
So it's like, is it is it her or is it the whole? Um, we do get an answer. And if you liked uh, Honeymoon or I'm trying to think of some uh, or The New Daughter, these are this kind of plays with similar tropes of, of like watching someone you love transform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked this movie a lot. Uh, I thought it was genuinely creepy in parts. I love I, one of the things I love about folk horror and in addition to the way it kind of like really plays with our fears on like an almost like natural selection like evolution level it also introduces really cool mythology and so this does some of that so it's on amazon prime you can stream it today it's really good i highly recommend it did you like it ariel i did yeah um there were i think there are a few parts where like maybe it moves a little slowly or that Mm -hmm. i wanted sort of more out of but there are parts where there are creepy things happening at night with the boy that are chilling. Ugh. Um, Ugh. And I Ugh. really loved all the stuff with the neighbor guy yeah. too. I thought that was really interesting. It was a mm, like something I hadn't really heard of before. Right. And very creepy and upsetting. And I think, especially with kids, it's like kids do change so much as they're getting older and go through you know, a lack of empathy stage Yeah. <laughs> where I think it would be, I think it's what's creepy about it is not knowing whether this is just your kid, like changing or being different or being a little asshole or something, or is there something more going on here? Yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was really interesting. Awesome. All right. So that's a full recommend and a mostly recommend on a hole in the ground. Mm. So then what do you say we move into the review? Ariel, you picked these movies. Um, what made you decide on the lure and the perfection? Yeah, um, so I watched The Perfection by myself, and I had no idea what it was about. <laughs> I just saw who was starring in the movie and that it was horror, and I put it on, and it just kept getting more and more strange <laughs> and <laughs> like changing directions over and over again. And by the end, I was like confused and dizzy and was like, what the hell? did I just watch? And I immediately messaged you guys, like literally the second the movie was over to find out if anybody else had watched it. (laughs) You're like, I need to process. Yes. I felt a desperate need to talk about it with somebody. And I knew nobody that had watched it. And I was struggling to come up with movies uh, to do for this episode anyways. And you Rachel suggested, well, why don't we just all watch The Perfection? So well, I mean, you needed someone to watch it, so I was like, well, force us! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have no, the power! And it saved you from more black and white horror, so... Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was trying to think of a movie that would maybe go along with it, and my head immediately went to, like, Black Swan or Revenge, but we've just talked about those two movies. Hmm. So then I thought, well, what other really weird movie have I watched recently that also has some questionable but interesting stuff about women in it um so that's Mm -hmm. why i picked the lure awesome very good all right who has okay so just i'm gonna just want to put this out here i know if you've been listening to the show you know we spoil things but like i do feel especially with the perfection because it is a twisty kind of movie if you are you are spoiler averse now is the time to hop off because we're gonna we in order to properly talk about this like we have to like spoil all of it yeah and the fun of this movie, in part, is is the unraveling of the mystery, and so right. it would, if you right, are spoiler person, it will ruin yeah. it for you. Uh huh. So I'm just putting that out there. If you're still here, 
get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the lure. Okay, so the lure came out in the United States in 2017, and I'm going to be really honest, I have no idea how to pronounce the director's name. I think it is Agninska Smokzinska. Oh, shit. Can you pronounce the rest of them? That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that one I had a little practice That's with. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I can I can do it. Oh, yeah? Uh, let's see. And it's starring Marta Menzurek, uh, Mikalina Ozanska, and Kinga Paris. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> All right, um, so The Lure is a Polish musical about man-eating teenage mermaids, loosely based on the Hans Christian Andersen story, The Little Mermaid. Uh, mermaid sisters Golden and Silver come ashore and join a cabaret band to play in a neon-lit Warsaw nightclub. When Golden is out, uh, while Golden is out eating humans, Silver falls in love with her bandmate and sacrifices her voice to get surgery that will make her human. When Silver's boyfriend falls in love and marries someone else, she's forced to choose between eating him and becoming seafoam when day breaks. Right. So, what do you think of this movie? Are you asking me? I love this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead, Sarah. Why don't you start? What did you think of this movie? Like I said, I love this movie. Uh, I think that the musical numbers are fun. Um, you know, the, the dance scenes are great. The the concept of it is definitely really interesting. Um, I don't know, but I just, I really just love this movie. Good. I'm glad. It was actually on my top, my top 10 that year. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. do. I think I remember that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. It made my honorable mentions that year. I think we talked about it a little bit. How about you, Ariel? You picked it. What, what about this movie? Yeah. Like? So like I said, it made my honorable mentions in 2017 because I really, I really enjoyed it. It's just such a odd movie. Like tonally, mm -hmm. it shifts a lot. Um, there are like a lot of sort of silly, goofy scenes and then really serious scenes. Um, I think that like while there is a mostly coherent plot, it kind of becomes incoherent in some places, but like I still ended up enjoying it because it's just so offbeat and strange. And it's really beautiful to look at, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How about you, Matilda? What did you think of this movie? I really loved it. This is one that I was really glad to have an excuse to watch because I've been meaning to watch it for a long time um, based on your recommendations. And oh, it was so good, especially um, I really loved the number about loneliness where we hear more of Golden's voice, mm -hmm. which is that like deep, throaty deep throaty sounds right um <laughs> comma oxford com oxford comma throaty. Right. um <laughs> voice <laughs> uh yeah i just thought it was great and i really liked the um the design like the tail and teeth design yes in this movie like looking Definitely. at where their teeth change was really mm -hmm. fascinating to me and i thought it was um i tend to like things based on the like creepy old fairy tale mm -hmm. the original hans christian anderson stuff and this was this did Very not bad. disappoint so this was totally up my alley yeah awesome. yeah their tail design is great because in so many like movies and tv shows about mermaids they're like these beautiful iridescent yes you know, purpley blue tails or something but theirs were i mean just look like a giant 
they, they weird look slimy like fishtail. Yeah. 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 Kind of like an eel. Exactly. And like grayish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like this film as well. Like, I, I kind of wish I had more time to unpack it or watch it twice before talking about it hungover straight away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, um, but no, it, it was really good. I liked how um, I, I, I didn't know much about it going in at all, aside from that it was about mermaids. Um, and I didn't know it was so closely linked to um, to the Little Mermaid story. And I, I, I wish I could remember more about the original Hans Christian Andersen tale, because I only really know the Disney version. I don't think they're that close. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked how it was kind of like, uh, uh, got like a David Lynch vibe of the kind of close-up sort of cabaret scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but also kind of like, uh, it reminded me of The Shape of Water quite a lot in terms of the, um, not just the kind of like aquatic theme, but the um, the colour palette was quite um, Shape of Water, either kind of like blue and turquoise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that really bright red blood when you see it. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was great. I really like the the music as well. That kind of weird European synth rock soundtrack was really, really yeah, I great. I really loved it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I want this soundtrack. Oh, definitely. Cool. I feel like I differ from everybody a little bit. Do you? I okay. didn't love this movie. Okay. I liked things about it a lot. And as you guys are talking about it being Little Mermaid, it's reminding me about like the version I know is the Disney version mm-hmm. and like I love it because I watched it as a kid like it's one of those things that like I but it's actually a really problematic movie and I like that this movie is a take like is like a more honest take on that like yeah someone giving up their life and their legs and like like in this they like actually cut her in half yeah so mm-hmm. that she can have the legs to try to change to like fulfill what her what this dude wants i do really like that about this movie i also think this movie visually is a absolute delicious feast i'm like yummy yummy to my tummy mm-hmm. it's, i love all of those scenes in the, in the cat like the cabaret scenes it reminds me in terms of style it reminded me a lot of um better than chocolate you guys remember this movie it's like a lesbian movie from the 90s oh yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah i can see uh-huh. that yes I, the, that i I'm really like fucking drag queen yeah, <laughs> and also a little too Wong Fu-y. Yes. Like, uh-huh. The dragginess yes. of this movie, you'll not be surprised to know, appealed to me. <laughs> like, yeah. anything, anything covered in sequence, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, their costumes were great. Mm-hmm. I also love the touch of, like, when they're doing their sexy photo shoot and they have, like, a fishnet over their tail. Mm-hmm. Yes! Yeah. I mm-hmm. loved that. That was really, really cool. I think my issue was that this movie is a little light on plot, and so... There's like a really strong beginning and a really strong ending, and I found myself getting lost in the middle. So, yeah. like, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's what I meant about the incoherent plot. It kind of yeah. goes off the rails a little bit in places. Like, for yeah. instance, there's a scene where the the band, like, they are drunk or something, and they get into this like domestic violence like fight yeah. all with each other, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, they're all passed out but they look like they're dead and then this nurse person comes in like singing and gives About them ideas mm-hmm. she's the stripper mm-hmm. from the beginning yeah mm-hmm. right yeah. but like she's miss muffet what yeah. happened yeah. there <laughs> i just i i watched that a second time and i'm like i still don't think i entirely understand because yeah, she hooks them up to, to like ivs or something yeah yes. and then all of a sudden they're like back and the next the very next scene they're like all happy and performing together yeah. Well, and it looks like some of them overdose with the IVs and some of them are, yeah. Yeah. I watched this I movie about 12 hours after I had general anesthesia. Oh, this is, that's oh sure. So it was perfect. <laughs> oh, so, I bet. 
Yeah, so your like your sommelier experience would be like I would take general anesthesia with this. <laughs> yeah, much like I would take a very high fever when you watch a racer head because that's how I saw yes. racer uh-huh. Like right. this is this is the movie that you want post general anesthesia. You want like the full David at the dentist experience to go. And because I'm like I don't know what's going on. It's probably me, but I'll just sing along. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, because this movie does feel at times like quite the fever dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's really my only issue is sort of like that baggy center. Like, I love how mm-hmm. like deeply queer this movie is. Even when, even if you didn't account for the like the the like lady cops love scene, right? Like, it's just a yeah. queer right. movie, and mm-hmm. I like that about it. So I found Silver insufferable. I did not care for Silver yeah. at all, but I think that's kind of the point mm-hmm. yeah and so you know that's that's fine if that's how i'm supposed to feel about her then i think it does a very good job of doing that yeah um i think it also does a good job of exploring like how fucked up the links women go some women go to in order to like change themselves and please someone else and like and conform to a particular beauty standard mm-hmm. whether it be you know be thin or have a butthole like you know what i mean like, <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> uh, yeah their barbie bits were really interesting i love that mm, yeah. part though yeah. i kind of liked that they were like yeah impenetrable but then also later when the sex acts do occur the only ones they can do are about the pleasure of their partner and mm-hmm. not of themselves yeah like they're impossible mm-hmm. to like actually i mean i don't know i don't know maybe there's sensitivity in the like slit in their tail but it's unclear it's, it doesn't mm. seem like there's any enjoyment that comes from it. Like it feels like she's sacrificed. Like she's like, you can have sex with my my yeah. tail slit. Yeah, they not. don't make it clear that she's enjoying it at all. But it, uh, <coughs> right, and it covers like, him and like that her blood is all over him at the end, and he's yeah. just kind of like gross. Yeah, oh god, right? I know. Like that. she yeah. makes that yeah, sacrifice, awful. and he's like, Ugh. yeah, ew, blood, like, dude. She still got stitches. Give it mm-hmm. a minute. I know. Yeah. She just had like her entire lower half of her body cut off, and like somebody else has put on her. Like wait, maybe wait till the stitches that are removed. That was my favorite you know? scene of the whole movie. Yeah, they did the, with the oh, tail swap, the surgery. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I like that sort of the takeaway of this also is kind of like that these gestures are sort of empty and futile mm-hmm. and that like self-sacrifice and the scenario is just like very much an empty gesture. Right. And that Golden kind of has better yeah. with like goes and finds Triton. Is that his? Yeah. Name? Is it? Yeah. 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 And Which, like has yeah. much more of the right idea. And goes like full punk rocker. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was great. I would say this movie mm-hmm. is kind of like a reimagining of that feminist quote of like a woman needs a or a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is like yes. a woman needs a man like a mermaid needs a butthole. Like, yeah, <laughs> that should be the tagline for the movie. Does he bite the head off a fish? At the I, I thought it was, I thought it was a bird. Oh, it's a bird. Okay, I I, I can't say for sure because I. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say it was, really dumb, yeah. it was a bird. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" We will. I I knew where it was going, and I was like, "I don't need to know." I don't mm-hmm. need to this because <laughs> I'm very delicate, ladies. I'm a delicate little snowflake, and I must protect my my eyes. <laughs> so let's talk about this vivisection. <laughs> oh, I also really liked um, when the when the blonde older singer woman has that dream sequence well or fantasy sequence while she's having sex with her husband oh yeah of like nursing the two mermaids and yeah Yeah. that was interesting i I thought that was like really well done and it it focuses (laughs) so much like on her face and like her kind of 
deriving pleasure from this fantasy, but it's like it's just so strange, but also so beautiful. It's it's a weird scene, but I guess I can describe the whole oh, movie. Yeah, I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't feel out of place in this weird movie. No, it totally the whole didn't. thing was like mm, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wondered if there was a um uh kind of like human trafficking sort of um angle to this movie because it felt like um. Mm. You know these uh, people taken from this other world into this world, and then they're uh, they're working in a club, and they're you know they're going to be strippers, or they're going to be, you know they're going to be abused by people who are supposed to be looking after them or employing them. I, I don't know if you guys got that at all, or if that was deliberate. Or... A little, and then there isn't there something where they're saying like we don't make any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they say they're it's because you're kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bullshit. gross. Also, I... there's a weird scene where. They're all going out to like perform together, I think the first time. And the dude who either owns the club or runs the club, like he kind of knees them all in the butt as they go yes. out the door. Like, is that a Polish thing where, like, instead of slapping somebody on the butt on the way out to a football game, or was that just like more oddities from the movie, you know? I thought so. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I just like how Golden's like, no, don't, yeah. don't touch me. Yeah. Interestingly, when I looked up trailers for this movie, that scene is a trailer. What? Just the kneeing everybody in the butt, and then Golden being like, "Don't fucking touch me." That's so strange. Golden here is the hero we both need and deserve. I know yeah, the ending. Right? Golden's ending is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. needed to see her rip that guy's throat out. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, you know what? I have actually have a scene. I'm wondering if you guys can explain, like the part where they first leave the the girls alone with the bar owner. What yeah. happened? Right, they're like shivering on the floor well they show him the slit in the tail so do we think he like that that okay that's what i thought yeah i mean that's kind of how i took it but i think that was what was being implied which is why i am with jody that i think there is like a trafficking kind of vibe to this yeah there's just a lot of things I don't understand. This movie. I do wish Golden yeah. had eaten more people. I agree. Yeah. I think like if she'd eaten a couple middle, more people, it would have been a better movie. Like that middle would have wouldn't have felt so sort of yes. like listless yeah. if Agreed. there was a little more heart eating. Yeah, and if maybe we had seen more eating. of it instead of just like her in the car killing somebody where you don't really see it happening, you know? Mm-hmm. I do love that scene though where she's like, let's go. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the end of Teeth. Do you remember that? How mm-hmm. the end of Teeth, like mm-hmm. when the guy's like being creepy with her in the car and she just smiles at him? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. I do, like, I want, I guess maybe because we spent so much time focusing on like the arc of Silver, like if we had spent more time with Golden, I think I would have been. Yeah. Compelled because her scenes were the ones where I would like perk up, and then Silver would like wistfully look, you know, with her like, like she looks like she's twelve, mm-hmm. like wistfully looking at like the total fuck boy. Yeah. And I was like, I'm bored, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the original, in the original Little Mermaid, there is no second mermaid, right? No, like, I don't think so. The sea foam thought- thing happens. Yeah, yeah. She, doesn't she have um, sisters in the? Does um, she have a sister? I, I thought she had sisters in the fairy tale and in the Disney. Oh, well, maybe she, does, she does. definitely has. She does have but sisters I don't think... in the Disney. Yeah, but they, they, they don't really play part. on land with her though. Yeah. No, I feel like isn't there something with um, uh, because she's supposed to. Uh, she either has to break the spell by getting the prince to fall in love with her, or she has to kill him. And isn't there something to do with the sisters? I can't remember exactly, but they they do something to help her. Well. I to think kill, to kill the prince, maybe. Well, no, she doesn't. In in the original Little Mermaid, from what I remember, she what she, they they might kill the prince later, but she actually uh, 
slits her tail for him to create legs and he's he's like oh so you think you're human dance for me and he makes her dance oh. on this on the split tail and um he basically just like laughs at her the entire time and then leaves her to to become seafoam eric because oh, right, it's it was... only Disney that it's like successful and desirable, right? right. Yeah. To become human, uh huh. Yeah. Because I thought that she um uh, was going to kill him, but then decided to sacrifice herself instead and become seafoam. But I don't, I, I don't know it very well. I could be wrong. That scene um in the beginning where they need to go shopping for clothes and they're like being carted around in shopping carts so and there's this huge good. song and dance number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. So I love that. I almost wish there had been more scenes like that throughout too, because that was yeah. so entertaining. Well, that and the, and the song about how, you know, the city tells us what we want. Yeah. yeah. Or what we lack, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 Which is such an interesting, like, we're kind of okay by ourselves, but, you know, outside influences, they'll, they'll just tell mm-hmm. us what's wrong with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, which is kind of thematically interesting to set this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I think the first and the final acts are really strong. The mm-hmm. middle the middle did not work yeah. as, as well for me. But Yeah. But no, I, I, I saw it. You probably just need a little general anesthesia. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that 70% awesome vodka. Beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, some vodka. <laughs> okay, let's move on to The Perfection, the movie that I've been really looking forward to talking to you about today. (laughs) Since yesterday, I was left literally shook by it. Like, I know, I can only imagine how you must have felt, Ariel, because I felt it as well. (laughs) I was like, I I couldn't go into it because I knew we'd be talking about it today. But like yesterday, the minute that movie wrapped, I like went into our group chat and was like, I am shook. Yeah, I am sure. <laughs> it leaves you with, a, with you have a strong feeling at the mm-hmm. end of it. I mean, I guess I can't speak for all of you, but that was my experience. I was like vibrating at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this. Um. Who has the the synopsis for the perfection? I do. All right, Sarah, lay it on us. All right, the perfection from 2019. Uh, directed by Richard Shepard, starring Allison Williams, Logan Browning, and Stephen Weber. Uh, synopsis, Charlotte Wilmore, played by Allison Williams, is a talented young cellist who is forced to leave the Back Off Academy, a prestigious music school in Boston, to care for her terminally ill mother. After her mother's death years later, Charlotte reaches out to Anton, the head of the Academy, played by Stephen Weber, oh. and travels to join him in Shanghai, um along with his wife Paloma and teachers Jeffrey and Thesis, Theus, while they're selecting a new student for the Academy. Charlotte befriends Lizzie, who is played by Logan Browning. Um, she's Anton's star pupil, who replaced Charlotte at Back Off. After a night of nightclubbing, uh, Charlotte and Lizzie return to Lizzie's hotel room and have sex. When Lizzie wakes up with a hangover, Charlotte offers her some ibuprofen, which she takes with a shot of alcohol. And Lizzie asks Charlotte to uh, join her on a uh, bus trip through rural China. They board the bus and Lizzie begins to feel uh, sick and takes more of Charlotte's ibuprofen. And as the trip goes along, Charlotte begins, I mean, uh, Lizzie begins to feel worse and ends up throwing up maggots and spirals into a panic. They get kicked off the bus and stranded out in the countryside. And then uh, Lizzie starts to get sicker, and she starts to see bugs crawling outside, inside her arm and eventually bursting out of her skin. Charlotte office, offers her a meat cleaver. Lizzie hacks off her infected right hand, 
thus beginning a series of events that will lead Charlotte back to back off and Lizzie to the truth of just what it means to be the perfection. Yeah, was that? All right. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what did you think of this movie? Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it's just the like you knew something was up with Charlotte. And then it's like because it's broken up into segments, different segments, and it like starts off with a dead woman staring directly at you. Yeah. And stays there for couple for about a minute or so like uncomfortably long yeah my first my first run at this movie i watched that image and i was like i can't do it (laughs) yeah and then i was i gotta do i was like i gotta do it tomorrow and then i like went to bed and had a nightmare about the image of the the mom yeah that was a real pet cemetery vibe about that as soon as steven never showed up with his with his scarf i was like oh god he's something skeezy's Mm. going on there's just something (laughs) about him he has resting so, creep face for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 But man, oh, dude, and the arm violence, especially Woo! dude, that, that scene, that scene Woo! at the end where Allison Williams ah! gets the, the knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, goes, yeah. I mean, That's they show brutal. it go from wrist all the way to elbow. Mm-hmm. And oh. holy shit, I watched some shit and I was like balled up inside myself. Oh. The gloving scene in Gerald's game ain't got nothing on this shit. <laughs> we have seen the scene to top the degloving. Huh? We, I was, that's exactly what I thought, too. We have seen the scene to top the degloving. Oh, we I think the degloving was, was worse. I agree with Matilda. Yeah, I, I would watch know, that man. night scene like I, I 10 don't know. times over before I ever watched degloving. Because this is, in a, this is in a fight. I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't know. I can't call it because she does that to herself in the degloving scene, which is maybe worse. But then that, that knife going Ooh. right through the arm like that. I don't know. floppy arm afterwards. <laughs> well, I, had to, yeah. I had to rewind it because then when you I mean this is skipping right to the spoilers at the end but when they're playing the cello kind of one arm each I was like hang on oh yeah I guess she had her arm amputated after that because yeah, of course she would if someone sawed through the inside of your arm like that mm-hmm. it's yeah. a wrap on that arm yeah oof Okay, <laughs> Jody, what did you just watch this this morning? <laughs> yeah, we're still recovering yeah. from this. I got was... to at least sleep on it. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm still kind of reeling. Um, and that uh, quote hangover scene on the bus where she's going, "Oh, I don't feel well. I think I'm going to throw up." I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you on that bus." <laughs> oh god, that had to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was rough stuff. That's why I was a little late because I kept having to pause it and go, "Hang on, let me just come back to this in a second. Um, this this movie just keeps switching it just goes like it it seems a pretty straightforward thriller at first and then it just switches and then it switches back and then it switches again and i'm left not really knowing what side everything is on i'm hoping you guys can kind of explain it to me because uh it's a kind of it's it's a revenge movie but then I, i was also getting a kind of a munchausen vibe of like okay well i have to injure you for you to understand this yeah kind of thing right mm-hmm. yeah. right but no i thought it, i thought it was great i loved it awesome okay how about you ariel you picked this movie what did you think of this movie so <laughs> there are scenes in this movie that i thought were pretty great there's a lot of body horror that's pretty awesome and really creepy but overall i think i kind of hated it whoa mm-hmm. yeah like like I said, there are parts of it that I thought were really interesting. Scenes that I liked, but like overall I think there are too many things that are wrong with it to make me actually like it. 
Like I needed well, you guys to watch it, it, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know that I would like just start recommending it to like random people. You know what I mean? I agree with I would not recommend it to random people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even like friends. I'm not sure. They would have to be, I'd have to be like really careful about who I recommend. I immediately movie. started recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I was like, Mars, I need you to stop what you're doing and watch this movie. Read nothing, go and go. Yeah. Yeah, I can <laughs> well, see that for that reason. And Mars, like, I, like, oh, I want to get a review of like, I want to get a running commentary of this of, of this movie, a first time watch commentary with Whiskey Mars. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be the best. Imagine. Except for that, she would be like trying to like she'd be talking about the fucking tourniquets and like, like <laughs> she would get like full survivalist on this. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> wine Mars might be the way to go. <laughs> wine Mars is definitely more in touch with her emotions. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't like it? That's so interesting. Well, like I said, there are things I did really like about it, and I really, I thought the body horror parts of it were really cool. I thought some of the stuff that happens in, like, the first half of the movie are really interesting, but towards the end, there are just so many, like, thematic things that, or, like, statements they're trying to make that I think are just kind of icky um, that made me not like it so much. It's also kind of just like a head trip. You know, you, when I first started watching it, I, it's like, okay, this kind of feels like it's going in a black swan type direction, you know, where you have mm-hmm. like the one student and then the younger one who's yeah. like replacing her. It felt very much like that. And then it turns into kind of this love story. And then it switches to this sort of contagion body horror thing, which I thought that yeah. I thought that was going to be the rest of the movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, dealing with whatever this outbreak is. Because you, ha- you also have that scene at the music center, you know, wherever yes. the guy gets really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that's where it was going and then it changes again and there's like gaslighting and amputation and then it turns into like rape revenge and it's just it's a very confusing movie I yeah. feel like sometimes it doesn't know exactly what it wants to be you know mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. how about you Matilda what did you think of the perfection I mean I the the thing it did well which I which I really liked was the way that Kind of like Ariel's saying, like, you think it's one thing. Mm-hmm. You think it's Black Swan. And then I think it's going to be an outbreak movie. Right. And then it's not. She gets the cleaver out and it is not an outbreak movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked how many turns there were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There were things about the end that did unsettle me. Um, Like the way the camera looks at... What is her name? She's just Marnie to me. Allison Williams. Uh, Charlotte? <laughs> Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte. Like the way that it looks at her in her heels, like tied to the chair. Mm-hmm. There are some things in that that I'm, and like the almost fisting thing. Uh-huh. That, yeah. 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 A little bit. I was like, oh, this movie. But, um, but ultimately I felt like when you, when it turns and you see the teacher, it kind of like really went in an American Mary direction. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Like, yeah. Did you think about that too? That scene yeah. in American Mary? Yeah. Yes. So, so I think it was a little unsettling mm-hmm. towards the end, but like all the twists, like they had me. I yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. Like I saw mm-hmm. none of that. I stuff will teach coming. you like my father taught me and like his, my grandfather before him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Stephen Weber is so creepy. I think for me, one of the sort of my, my two biggest complaints, maybe, are that, I mean, Charlotte basically drugs, gaslights, forces this woman to amputate her own hand, 
all in the name of getting her to understand that like you've been brainwashed this guy's evil he's been sexually abusing you but the idea that she has to be like tortured and mutilated to save her i think is a problem i i don't i think there's a problem in saying that and also uh -huh. i think it also maybe would have made more sense if there was even one like two minute scene where charlotte tries to talk to lizzie about it and like she won't hear it or can't hear it or doesn't mm. see it i mean to make kind it kind of that scene when she's like when the first night they meet and she's talking about like would you ever leave and she's like i would never leave never. yeah yeah i think that's where she's kind of taking her temperature and being like oh no i recognize this attitude there's yeah. no chance that she she's fully bought in. yeah i would well, because she was like, you know, it's it's my family. Where would I go? I don't have anybody. Yeah, yeah. I, think I still, kind of have I that still think that's like a far yeah. jump to go to then like. It's, it's, the, very, it's, it's the very next yes. day that she that she drugs her. Yeah, like, the very next morning. Yeah, I just mm. think there's a problem well, in that okay. statement. I also think that maybe this is a maybe this is me reading too much into it, or like maybe this is a stretch, and you guys can like call me on that. But I feel like they're really towards the end both equating like disability with horror which yeah. i think horror movies have a tendency to sometimes do but i feel like it's really um sort of driven home in this movie i also think that that they're sort of using this like feminist veneer to justify like the earlier cruelty and sort of like crazy things that charlotte does to lizzie i don't know maybe i'm thinking too much about it maybe i've had too much time to sit with this movie mm -hmm. Fair. I mean, you, your opinion is your opinion, and you get to feel about this movie how you feel. The way I feel about this movie can be summed up in the phrase, wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, if this movie and uh, Get Out have taught me anything, don't have sex with Allison Williams. Right. Yeah. Or do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But like, or I evacuate immediately afterwards. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. The... yeah. I don't know. Don't I... give crazy well, a key. Don't... <laughs> don't say evacuate because she does evacuate herself on the bus. Yeah, she sure do. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm. I that's that's interesting that you hated it so much. I fucking loved this movie. Guys. <laughs> I love this movie. This movie, like, I love this movie like I loved Riven. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. and I this is a hundred percent going to be on my top ten this year. I can already tell you, there's no way that there are going to be ten movies I like more than this movie. <laughs> there may not even be five movies that I like more than this movie. Mm -hmm. Um. And I like I totally validate your feelings about like it not necessarily doing a good job of subverting the tropes of revenge thrillers and like well, embracing I them mean, instead. It's problematic, but at the same time, holy fuck! Yeah, I mean it's a very entertaining movie, and I'm all in for like twists and turns. I had no idea what was coming. Like I said, the body horror stuff, the stuff on the bus, the amputation, all of that was like holy crap! It's it was interesting too. There were just some things towards the end where I was like, Eve, you know. Yeah, I liked the twists and turns of this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. But the reason I think I ended up loving it so much was actually the stuff at the end that you hate. Okay. Because this movie spoke to my rage in a way that I found extremely cathartic. Like I can see watching that. the, like, basically, like, that feeling that need to just like shake other people awake mm -hmm. and like going to any extent to be like look how 
fucked up this is like how can you not see this and the impotent rage of knowing something is fucked up and watching people be complicit in it yeah. is infuriating and so like in real life if someone did this i would think they were a monster <laughs> but in the logic of this movie in this like basically in this fairy tale which basically a fairy tale as well mm-hmm. like i t- i can understand like the extremes that this this goes to and then at the end the way that these women are made whole like maybe the disability stuff is not great but they like are made whole by coming together Mm -hmm. and then basically to see injustice go unpunished in real life but in this movie see it like so punished is so satisfying like basically at the end they are triumphant they've come together they found solidarity with one another and their their abuser is forced to literally sit there and witness it is such a powerful statement that like I I don't know I don't know if this movie is too problematic or not I just know how it made me feel and how it made me feel was like a release and also like empowered and like I think it's because it said okay to my rage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I so I came away from this movie just like fully moved i will never forget the final scene of that yeah movie. no kidding and like yes it reminded me of um uh american mary but it also reminded me of boxing helena whereas boxing yes. helena is super fucked up yeah. like at the end of this like it was kind of a subversion of that mm. idea that i because i always liked boxing helena just because it's so fucked up but it's not a movie that makes you feel good about life mm-hmm. whereas this no. movie like the two women coming together and being so powerful when they're united is to me amazing i also like the takedown of that fucking bitch paloma who yeah. like totally embodies that idea of like women like becoming like trying to um get power by being close to powerful men and becoming complicit in the things that they do in order to maintain and achieve power and seeing her get like exposed as the villain like that she's just as evil if not more so even though she's not necessarily complicit in the actual sexual violence and like getting to getting to see her get taken down in the process was great i don't know i felt catharsis with this movie yeah and i also was like so relieved that it wasn't a movie that was about jealousy that it wasn't a black swan movie because i felt like the chemistry between the two characters at the beginning was so good Uh that i wanted to buy into that love story and so it becomes when it turned out that it's more of like a fucked up version (laughs) of bound i was like yes i want that movie movie yes Mm -hmm. i want to see them like cut some fucking dude rapist dude up yeah like Mm -hmm. so i mean i do i do i hear the criticisms people have about it a hundred percent i can only speak to my personal emotional response to this movie which was like fuck yes mm-hmm. so i don't know i love this movie is guess what i'm saying <laughs> yeah no i mean i can understand i can totally understand where you're coming from because i mean there is always i think uh unless the movie's just terrible like a level of catharsis and watching anybody take revenge on something so terrible and i think in our current climate watching one that's about sexual violence and the women coming together to fight against that is definitely cathartic to see and holy shit that ending was yeah, that image of him in that chair with all of his limbs cut off and his mouth shut, like that will stick with me forever. You know? And them almost like almost like one person with two heads. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an incredible visual moment. Yeah. Like the other thing I read about when they were making this movie, like they were basically making a Me Too movie. 
that was like very present uh-huh. while they were making it was like during the whole Harvey Weinstein stuff. Right. But they also allowed the actors to be very present in the actual crafting of the movie. Like they wanted to make sure that there was not like a white savior storyline in this. So the actress Logan Browning mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. actually present during the writing of this and scenes were added to prevent that from being the case. That's really and interesting. Her and Allison had final cut on the sex scene. Oh wow! Mm. Oh, cool. They the were involved. Good they were involved in the writing and the editing. Every every step of the way, they were involved in the process. That's really thoughtful. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, say what you will. There's some good stuff to be had. At this totally. Movie. Yeah. And, and their, like, their chemistry yeah. is really great throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like you want to watch what's happening between them, and you want to believe it's real. Which mm-hmm. is why when it when it turns, you're like because you're preconditioned to not trust Allison Williams because of Get Out. Yeah. Like when the turn <laughs> right. happens, you're like, of course she's fucking evil. Of course she's jealous. And so when the second turn comes, and you like you have this idea about like compassion, like it it, it is you. It's almost like a relief. I'm like, oh good. Then the the love story I bought into, there's something to that because mm-hmm. I wanted that for them. It felt real, but I mean, I was like, is she just like really good Black Swan or what? Right, right. And it's also kind of the opposite of Black Swan in that like we had that sex scene between the two female leads that felt very about like power and control and like ultimately kind of didn't necessarily say awesome things about our female lead. Yeah. That was not the case in this. Like that was like, like a loving exchange. Mm hmm. Well, right, because you thought it might go to like the horror of competition. Yeah, I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Especially with right. a name called The Perfection. Mm-hmm. And like when they first play together on stage, you're like, oh, God. Yeah, there was part of me that wanted them to be playing really horribly for him. <laughs> like I felt like his torture would be enhanced. Yeah. By yeah. having to listen to them miss all the, like, like. Right, as opposed <laughs> to them reaching the perfection together. Right, but then I was like, no, they actually like playing. Like that's why they're here. But yeah. 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 And, and you know, when she's, when she's strapped down to the chair and she's forced to play and that little camera shake when it, because it's focused on, yeah. on him the entire, you know, while she's playing oh. and then you get that little camera shake that she missed the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The choice of having the set in like classic music was pretty great for a number of reasons. But one that really stood out is that like it allows you to make the action on screen also the soundtrack that is getting under your skin. Like it by like it is innately like tension building mm-hmm. to yeah. have someone playing an instrument like that. So tension building. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't love this movie. I no, I mean, like I said, I th- it's like really a split for me. Like I would say yeah. half of it I loved, half of it I just had some problems with, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. Any other thoughts, uh, Jody? I feel like we haven't heard much from you. I think you guys summed it up, but I was getting a real um, Black Mirror vibe from the, especially the early scenes when they're kind of uh, hooking up together. Did, did you guys see that episode San Junipero? with um, Mackenzie Davis and uh, Guggen yeah. Bathroom. It's the best episode, but um, the the kind of like quite innocent, shy, white girl and the kind of like uh, sexy, experienced, mixed race girl and they're having this flirtation and then this chemistry together. Um, but that's set to like a, a weird 80s soundtrack. But um, if you if you Google um, images, you'll see them together. And that I, I don't know if that was deliberate or not, um, but uh, it reminded me of that a lot and it really made me want to watch that again. Yeah, isn't that um, like the one Black Mirror episode with a happy ending? Yeah, I mean it's it's still quite it's still quite dark in places. It goes to some pretty um pretty upsetting places in the middle, but um it's it's the one where because like Black Mirror is all technology is bad, so you're like okay, when's this all gonna 
when's this all going to go horribly wrong? Um, and then that one has a has a happy ending, which is nice. Aww. Yeah, highly recommend watching that. When she went, when uh, she threw up the spiders, I was oh just my like, oh, God. Jody's going to crawl out of her skin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I was. I was already there. Yeah, there's a spider thing in that hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so oh, you yeah? know. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. For me, that when it when all the bugs come out of her arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, is why, it? like, I don't want to take hallucinogens because I 100% <sighs> know that that is what would happen. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. No, that would yeah. be terrible. Yeah. Mushrooms are fun, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're now legal in Oakland. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Great. So is there anything else we want to talk about the perfection before we move on? No? Nope. I no. I worth seeing. No. What? It's worth seeing. Oh, 100%. I yeah, especially if you're a horror fan. You need to yeah. see it just because it's so crazy. Yeah, and just because it's so, like, genre blending mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a few ways. Yeah. Yeah. I love the I, I, like I said, I told Mars to watch it, and she said she would, and I haven't heard from her since, so I can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's worth it. This movie's awesome. Oh, the arm violence. Okay, cool. So, uh, that's it for the reviews. We don't have any listener feedback for this episode. The one I, We only got the one, and I already shared it with you guys. Mm-hmm. It's um, so sweet. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll, we won't read it on the show, but yeah. Medina, thank you so much Thanks for Thanks for making our week. Yes, it was that was really amazing. Great. Definitely. Good to know that we you are enjoying the show. Um, okay, but if you would like to send us an email, one that we could read on, on the show or not, if you ask us not to, we don't have to. We still want to hear from you. You can email us at rachelzombiegirls.com or you can hit us up on our Facebook where we're all hanging a boot. Um, and if you like the show, review us on iTunes. So let's talk about a little Zombie Girls Beginner's Guide. Jody. Emerge from your hangover. Come oh, forth okay. and talk. Get a with us. I'll try. Well, we got an easy topic this week anyway, so it involves a bit less thought, uh, for me at least. Um, so Zombie Girls Beginner's Guide for this episode, we thought we would do our um, Desert Island horror picks, uh, as in movies that we would take to a desert island to watch over and over again, rather than desert island-themed horror picks, because uh, there aren't many of those. Um, do, do you want to do them in alphabetical order? or like that's, is, that, is that a good way to do it? You're the boss. Yeah. Ariel, do you mind going first? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, my first pick was Psycho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've already probably seen it like 50 times, but I would watch it 50 more. I love that movie. Um, the second one I picked was The Shining. Hmm. Um, oh. It's one of my favorite uh-huh. all-time horror movies. There's uh-huh. enough sort of complexity there and interesting stuff going on that I think I could watch it over and over and over again and still love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted something uh, lighter and fun that I also love, so I picked Scream. Oh, cool! Wow, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Um, Matilda, what are yours? Uh, so my first one is the first Alien. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I feel like I could watch over and over again. Definitely. Um, my second one is Carrie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just love religious horror and I love those performances so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that it's mm-hmm. very soothing to me. Um, and then I had trouble with my third one. I have one that I want it to be, but it's not. Because okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not that Honorable quality mention. of a person. For some reason, um, my third one, because I saw it so much as a kid, um, and it is also soothing to me, so it would be like good mindless entertainment on the desert island is Tremors. 
Oh my oh, god, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I could watch tremors. that a million times. Yes. Speaking of when I used to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I we had that, that on VHS over over. when I was a yeah. kid. I watched it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Good oh, one. Cool. I forgot about Tremors. All right, Rachel, what are yours? Well, you'll be shocked to hear that the first one on my list that I knew immediately was Aliens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Number two. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, the way I approached this was, like, I definitely was, like, what is the thing I can watch over and over again that will soothe me? So, I there are movies, other horror movies that, like, are scarier or that are sure. better, quote-unquote, horror movies. But, like, I can't watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre over and over no, and over again. No, God, no. You know what I mean? So I picked things mm-hmm. that were very, like, soothing, very, like, comfortable people I wanted to hang out with. Because I'm alone on a desert island, so I want to be with my friends. So I picked Aliens, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Silence of the Lambs. I have some alternate uh, yeah. some alternates picked, yeah. at the, you know, honorable mention mm-hmm. at the end. But, like, at the end of the day, those are the movies that I've seen those so many times, mm-hmm. and I will watch them again and again and again and again and every time i watch them i'm like yeah still great mm-hmm. awesome nice one uh what about you sarah okay so number one was return of the living dead of oh, course yes. uh, my honorable United mentions Creeps. oh that's a great one uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then three is halloween oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah nice mm-hmm. okay Hello? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I figured you'd have that okay. living dead on your list, so. <laughs> uh Okay, awesome. Um, oh, a couple of yeah. mine have gone, but, but that's okay. I had some backups. Uh, so I had Alien and Science of the Lambs as well, because I was trying to think of ones that I have watched over and over again that I wouldn't mind watching again. Because, yeah, there are plenty of movies that I've watched a bunch of times and I, like, I don't want to see again. But mm-hmm. those two, like, for sure, I would watch them any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so my next one was The Exorcist. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Seven. Oh, oh my god! Not, oh my not... god, that's hilarious. We were joking, like what sicko would pick seven? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not—it's not a comforting movie, but I, I enjoy it so much. I think it's so well crafted, and uh, there's just things that I notice each time I watch it that I hadn't before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then my third one is the fly. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. nice! Tragic love story. Yeah, and I just love all those practical effects, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and it's it's very sweet, and it makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Were there any extras you want? You guys want to throw out? Um, I also had Silence of the Lambs as a backup, and mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Yeah, and um, Dawn of the Dead too. I had on there. Yeah, last one. I had Return of the Living Dead, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had Army of Darkness because it's actually my favorite yeah. of that series. Uh-huh. <laughs> And what we do in the shadows, because God oh, damn, yeah. I love that movie yeah. so much. Yeah, but I did. I didn't put it on the list because I felt like I didn't have the history with it. Like mm-hmm. it's a newer movie I can watch over and over and over again. But I picked the ones that are like have been lifelong yeah. sure. favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I have Dead Alive as a backup. Yeah. Did you? Um, oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. Um, because it has been with me since I was young and had cable. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, no, I love that movie. <laughs> I know it's not good, but I love it. It's I've not never good, but I love it. So you haven't? No. What? No. I, I, I feel a shame hole. I feel a shame hole. Who's keeping track of our shame holes? We should be keeping track of those. Okay, all <laughs> Ariel. It was yeah. Stephen King's directorial debut. He was in hit. He was smack dab in the middle of his cocaine phase. Yes. And, uh, called me an asshole. Not a very 
Yeah. It's not a very good <laughs> uh, short story to begin with. Uh huh. So Emilio Estevez is involved. Like I'm just. It has you know. Lisa Simpson in yeah. it. Yeah. Newlywed. Yeah. 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 You know the story. The story is the like machines come alive, right? right? Yeah. Like right. I just have never seen that one. It. I think because I disliked Christine so much that I never. Oh, watched. this is not Christine. This okay. is different. This is very. Different. It's a little more eighties <laughs> Gonzo. What about you, Sarah? Did you have backups? Uh, yeah, The Exorcist was on my honorable mentions. So was uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, and oh, uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw yep. Massacre 2. Cool. Nice, guys. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so that just leaves us with our streaming pick. And normally that's my jam, but this week Matilda actually oh. uh, watched something that she wants to share. And I was like, less work for me? Yes, please. Yes, I lobbied <laughs> Rachel to make this her streaming pick. And then she's like, or you could just do the streaming pick. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda's learning the lesson that you guys have already learned. If you have an idea, I just can't make it. I should have known. That was, yeah. Um, yeah, so my streaming pick um, is this week. It's a Shutter streamer um, called Blue My Mind. Blue like the color. Has anyone else watched no, this? No, I've never even heard of it. Oh. It's a 2018 Swiss-German movie. And I know Rachel had talked about wanting to make more of these streaming picks, um, pictures that are directed by women. So this yeah. is directed by a Swiss actress named Lisa Brolman. Um, and one Shutter reviewer described this movie as a cross between 13 and The Fly. Oh, that sounds cool. Hmm. Um, which is pretty accurate. It's a movie that is a little bit um, like Ginger Snaps or Teeth or other things. Kind of like a puberty as kind of horror metaphor hmm. stuff. So it has some body horror in it that's pretty effective. But it kind of goes in a magical realism direction also. Interesting. Um, it's very, very beautiful in cinematography. I don't know if I should reveal what the what's happening to her. But it is a puberty and coming of age movie. It's about a girl who is new in town and is really, really trying desperately to fit in with the group of kind of like tough kids. Oh, and so there's a friendship at the center of this movie between her and the kind of like alpha tough girl. Oh. And there's a lot about what you have to do to kind of seduce that girl into friendship with you. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, so she's kind of obsessed with getting close to the scariest girl in school. And it really depicts the combination of high anxiety and high risk taking of being young very, very well. Oh, wow. And although there's body horror in the film, that anxiety with her and for her is what makes your heart race. Okay. Um, Rachel, I will tell you that uh -oh. there Animal is... Animal violence. Here we go. I know that tone of voice now when people start a sentence that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here it comes. It's two things. It's okay. two things um, for you. It's There's some animal violence against okay. fish. Okay. I don't love it, but I can live with it. Um. And there is a lot of mouth noises. No! In this oh, movie. no. I'm out. I'm out. So you would just, you'll be able to tell where it's coming. Okay. But um, mute. there's some eating Ugh. noise nope. and there's some sex mouth noise that's pretty Ugh. intense. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jody. <laughs> that's uh, but I think, I think it's worth it. And the performances are great. It is really unsettling. Did you all see 13? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's have a go. Yeah. I mean, it's 
right? That kind of like, uh, just that kind of like being worried for her and the cringing and the like recognition. All of that is in this. Okay. Sounds great. Hmm. It's pretty great. I think I figured out a way to, for Rachel to get over the mouth noise thing. Oh God. It better not be exposure there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just thinking, uh, Watch watch YouTube videos of uh, potbelly pigs eating. Aww. You know what's weird? I have a thing about animal eating noises. Don't bother me. It's like clearly psychological. I think it's because I'm like humans. You know better. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was going to say it must be like a breaking the social contract thing. I mean, it's also like getting hit with forks. This kids will fuck you up. Right. True. Because <laughs> you, know, like, you like, weren't allowed on to. The table, yeah. Like you got we got a pretty swift punishment for mouth noises in my house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so when the rest of the world is getting away with eating crimes you feel i mean i just feel like it's so rude like get it the fuck together like have some self-aware that's the thing is i'm like do you do you not understand that other people exist like shoosh <laughs> shoosh <laughs> i mean i think it, the plot the little plot thing in this movie erotic. around that i think is really effective though and yeah. i really w- would like you to see this because i think you would like it yeah it sounds, but it sounds it's like that just she, the kind of thing i like she becomes very interested in eating a particular thing is it vagina <laughs> I mean, it's not not vagina. All oh, right, no. <laughs> um, that no, that's not the thing I'm thinking of. Though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sex noise. I don't know. No, there's a lot of. Oh, okay. That's less exciting. <laughs> I think that's my favorite quote now from you guys. What? Is it vagina? Well, it's not not vagina. <laughs> 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 awesome okay great recommendation out um, what is it called again remind me uh blew my mind blew my mind okay so jody in about three seconds i'm gonna ask you to wrap this up so mentally select your thoughts <sighs> deep breath in mm-hmm. and jody <laughs> we're out of here take us out <laughs> Okay, thank you for listening, everybody. It's not going to be very enthusiastic this time, so I'm very hungover, but <laughs> listen to us again. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.